time for the healing of the wounds has come. If they can't do something themselves, they want to tell you you can't do it. My mom wanted me to be a truck driver. <laughs> There's way too many people that are doing stuff they hate. Stop thinking about it, damn it. Do it. I am the greatest. You get who's with you and go after your stuff. Go after your destiny. Go after your dreams. Yo, this is Brad. Welcome to another episode of the Tosa B Show. There's going to be mostly B, very little Tosa in this show. I'll throw a song on the end of the episode, as I usually do, for your listening enjoyment. So what I wanted to talk about is I wanted to talk about little wins and how you can stack little wins to build momentum uh, and how that can lead into bigger wins in your life and how you can really just start at such a such a tiny little seemingly insignificant place and wind up somewhere truly incredible. So what do I mean by little wins? A a little win in life could be something as simple as you've been procrastinating on taking out the trash and you took out the trash. And I, I really mean that. I think that stuff that's that simple um, is really just the low-hanging fruit of your day-to-day existence and if if you can get yourself to take action starting on little things it's like a snowball you know or or like an avalanche an avalanche can start from one little rock the the butterfly effect kind of thing um and and what happens when you take action and if you notice if you ever do a self-help program they always start by forcing you on the first day you know i mean i guess they can't really force you but they tell you on the first day your exercise so to speak is to go and and do one or two things that you're procrastinating. I just restarted um, Tony Robbins' uh, personal power program, and I love I love that audio program. I've I've gone through it probably three or four times. I would highly recommend you check it out if you haven't. Um, and you know all of Tony's stuff is amazing. <laughs> Listen to me, Tony. He's like my best friend. But uh, no, so I highly recommend it. But what he does in the first tape is your exercise at the end of his, you know, hour monologue about how you can do it, blah, blah, blah. All he has you do is two little things that you've been procrastinating. They could be make a phone call to someone who you've been meaning to call, but you haven't in a while. It could be send an email following up on something that you just lost track of. Um, it's, It's really supposed to be very little things. And the reason he does that Sorry, Tony, if you're listening, I'm sorry, I'm giving away state secrets here. But the reason he has you do that is because when you take action on those little things, it, it does a couple things inside your body. And and this is just from, this is secondhand experience. I'm not claiming to be a doctor and, and these claims are not, you know, uh, medically verified personally. But the way I understand it is your brain chemistry actually gets slightly altered when you start taking action. Um, You are more easily put into a flow state. You actually think less, ironically, most people think that, you know, like having an active mind and thinking is what leads to great success. It's actually the opposite. It's being able to get out of your thoughts and into taking action, the majority of cases, some notable exceptions, there's an exception to everything. But what it also does is it also kind of expands your sense of possibility, so to speak. And I know that's a very 
you know, woo-woo way of stating a benefit, and that doesn't seem like a very tangible benefit. But the way, so, you know, the, the way it could work is like, let's say you, I mean, take my previous example. Let's say you've been procrastinating on taking out the trash. You take out the trash. You're like, oh, damn, it doesn't smell like trash in here anymore. Sweet. And then you're like, oh, what else? That's, there we go. That's exactly what it is. I just had to talk through it to get to it. You ask yourself, what else? Because then that next little step up, once you take, you know, that first little step, then you're like, hmm, this room is, uh, this room's kind of dirty. It doesn't smell like trash anymore. Why don't I, you know, why don't I pick some other shit up or like clean it up? And then next thing you know, you have a clean room and then you're like, oh shit, I have a clean room. I, maybe I'm an organized person. Maybe I should like organize my shit and go through my email and make sure I'm not like missing anything. And then you go through your email and then you find an opportunity in there. And, and then you start seeing yourself in a different light and you actually, your self image will start to change over time. And like weird, weird shit happens here. And this, this I know for a fact is documented. Weird shit will happen to your perception to where like I'm being dead ass here. You'll start seeing yourself as more attractive. They've, I, I'm, I may be misquoting the study, but, but if I'm remembering correctly, there was a study that people essentially had to rate themselves on a scale of attractiveness. I'll try to, find, I'm probably not going to be able to find it, but I'll try to find it and, and link to it somewhere. But people rated themselves on a scale of attractiveness of one to 10 and they would have them rate themselves and then they would go, they would have them take some like simple action. I think it was like uh, some, some like basic uh, cognition tests, like one of those, uh, I don't know if it was this one, but like the ring stacking thing that they do in Planet of the Apes. Um, and then they would have them come back and rate themselves and their scale of attractiveness right immediately after finishing the cognition test. And being in a flow state and activity and um, successfully completing a task actually made the people, it, it's, it, it was slight, but from what I understand, it was still significantly, it was still statistically not significantly statistically relevant as far as the results go so that's really interesting to me um and speaking from experience i think i'm you know amazingly good looking yeah i'm looking at i'm recording this too on video so now i'm looking at the camera um <laughs> no but but all joking aside um i think that there's some real significance to that and what you'll find and you know this has been my experience with attempting to take more action you know i don't want to make myself out to be this amazing tony robbins figure but like i'm i'm pretty happy with how much action i'm taking in my life lately and what i've found is i do think more highly of myself and funny enough my so it's easier for me to relate to other people because of this because i have a more clear line of where my personal boundaries are and when you clearly define that for other people it's easier to interact with you i know this is getting a little a little bit off topic but these these effects are are really real and and i just want to kind of hit all of the the nail heads with you know i, I want to kind of hammer them all down so you can really see how big of a deal it is to to just start taking action and it really just starts on such a small scale and one of the you know so to speak, one of the knock-on effects of taking continual action or conversely not taking continual action really is your worldview. So take, for instance, someone who does not 
consistently take action or or get little wins. You know, they don't start off getting little wins. They're just put in a state of reaction because, you know, something bad happens to them and, and they're forced into taking action and they don't choose to do it proactively. Let's say, okay, a, a ticket would be a great example. I'm going to grab a drink of water. A ticket would be a great example, uh, you know, a, a traffic ticket of some way that, you, you know, you're put in reaction. That's that's pretty much a loss for everybody. I like to think that I could flip that into a win, but who knows? <laughs> Generally, it's a loss. You're put into reaction. You have to pay the ticket. It sucks. Like, you know, there goes whatever you're drinking money for the week or, or whatever it was. That then puts you into a more defensive mode and, and your thinking gets closed off. So you get into, you get put in a state of coping versus thriving. So your cons, your focus shifts into how can I just get through rather than what can I do to make this day or my life or someone else's day or someone else's life even better. You know, you go into least common denominator versus pushing the boundary. And that really, you know, that's a, that's a small scale example. But if you stack those and you don't interrupt that pattern with some sort of proactive win for yourself, th like that shit gets heavy. Like that gets real heavy. And that, I really want to stick on that word. It's, it's a heavy, like dense kind of, I, you know, I, it's, it's hard to describe, but I think if you've experienced that, you'll know what I'm talking about here. It really weighs on your psyche. And if you're an optimistic person, you'll be kind of, people will be like, yo, what's, you know, what's up with you, man? What's going on? you will be like, ah, I don't really know. You know, there's just something kind of weighing on you and it, you know, it'll kill your charisma. It, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be catastrophic here. This is, you can easily overcome this, but in the, in the moment, it'll kill your charisma. You know, you'll be just a little more down in the dumps. Um, but what you can do to break that is just like I said earlier, little wins. And once you become conscious of this, it hopefully, well, I know for me, it illuminated a lot of scenarios, scenarios that I had been in previously to where this effect was totally just running my life. And it, if I had had the, you know, if I had had, if I had been armed with the knowledge, this is essentially what I'm trying to do here. I'm just trying to arm you with the knowledge of this so that you can make your own decisions and hopefully take action and improve, you know, your life, even if it's just 0.1%, that's good enough for me. Um, but if I had known that I could just take action to snap myself out of it, that would have been amazing. So that's, that's kind of really just the key point here is that you can set a, you know, and, and honestly, it, it might feel like bullshit and I'm sympathetic to that. I felt the same way. Like you can set a really low bar for what a win is for you, but if you really get your brain to get there and you really are like, yes, that was a win. Like, hell yeah. I took the trash out. I threw the bag in, I closed the lid and then I went touchdown trash is out. You know, like <laughs> that sounds ridiculous, but if you can get your brain there to think like, yes, I took the trash out. When, what else? Then you get to asking what else? And then you can slowly grind yourself out and it's a grind. It's like, it's not overnight and you have to, that's why I call it, you know, like stacking wins. It's not just like one win and then, and then the Pandora's box of success opens. Um, in my experience, it, it takes a long time. Like it, it could take years, uh, to really condition yourself to really 
see yourself as a person who wins more than loses. So I kind of gave the example of a like a like being put into reaction by the traffic ticket and what that can do to your outlook. And I think that the exact opposite can happen if you give yourself little wins and kind of the mindset that that puts you in. So the traffic ticket will put you in the mindset of whatever risks I take are probably going to be losses. And the more, I guess you might call it the winner's mentality for someone who's on the process of stacking wins for themselves, they would think, okay, I t if I take this risk, what is the possible upside? The upside becomes much more interesting to you because you become more confident that the downside won't be a big deal. That's the other thing is the downside of taking an action, like it's not a big deal. I think you become a lot more realistic about what the possible downsides of risks you take are and you learn to recognize when you have an asymmetric bet to where there's all this upside and you know this downside is like what? Like you wasted your time? What else would you have been doing? Like what else? And that's, I keep, I keep coming back to that. That's kind of the key question is the question of what else? And if you're not asking yourself, what else could I be doing with my time? Almost all, you know, not to a debilitating extent, but if you're not asking what else, I think you're really doing yourself a disservice. And I think it's worth evaluating whether you're in a mindset of coping or whether you're in a mindset of fucking thriving and crushing it. Like that's God, like that's, so, I mean, part of, you know, to be completely honest, I partially do like podcasts and YouTube videos and stuff for myself. Like, cause I need to look back at that and be like, Oh dude, like you were, you were killing it and you were like doing a podcast and stuff. What are you doing? Like when I don't put anything out for two weeks and I'm like, God, you're, you're fucking up, man. You know, I'm trying to set the bar higher for myself, but I also do it because I, like I'm starting to get people coming back to me being like, dude, I, I really like that. Like it's helping me. I, it really, I really enjoy it. So like if I can, I don't want you to just enjoy it. Like I want you to go fucking do it. So this, so here we go. This will be good. This is what I want you to do. I want you to take action and do, you know, just like something. So two small things that you've been putting off. That could be, um, if you're, I know a lot of my friends who, who are listening, you know, don't want to make it out to be more than it is, but I, some of the people who are listening to this are in the army and they're probably close to their parents, but they live far away from them. If you've been putting off, call your parents, call your fucking mom or dad. Like do that. That'll make you feel one. It'll make you feel great because they love you and you'll get some love. That'd be great. But two, if it's if it's something you've been putting off, do that. I would also say, if there's a, I would say the second big thing is something that stresses you out that comes up continually. I'm trying to think of like a good example. Um, for me, there's this one certain credit card that I have that I ran up while I was at West Point that I still have not addressed, it's just the minimum payment is getting taken out of my account every month and I kind of just ignore it because it's one thing that I just don't want to deal with. I'm going to go deal with that right after this. I'm literally going to go do it as soon as I'm done recording this. I swear to God, I'll do it. Um, do something like that. If there's one thing that you just keep putting off and I found that that like taking that away puts you in such a like having, like not having that little stressor on you can be so, so liberating. I think you're going to be amazed by just how good you're going to feel and like the stuff you're going to be willing to commit to after taking such small actions like that. But if you're listening to this, please really just take two little things. Just take two little things. Go do them. 
you know, make it easy, set the bar low. So you can, you can just, you know, step right over it. And then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Your brain, like your brain will start telling you like, okay, you know, you like, what else, what else can I do? And what I, you know, my hope for this is it'll just start you in an, into an upward spiral. You'll start thinking bigger. You'll start having, you know, you'll start like passing on that, that like charisma that you're going to gain and that action taking mentality, you'll pass it on other people. And then it'll just become a big shit show of everybody taking action and being awesome. And then we'll all live happily ever after. Sound good? Perfect. Cool. <laughs> in all seriousness, thank you for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. This was super cathartic for me. I hope it was awesome for you. <laughs> I promise I've never said that before. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cut into a Tosa Brooks song, as I always do. It's going to be a surprise. I'm not going to tell you what it is. If you like it, go to soundcloud.com slash Tosa Brooks. You can download all his shit there for free. And enjoy. Peace. Did you get jacked? Feeling like the lost boy wonder On cloud nine, man, I shitting on Rapunzel Fox like thunder, gone get the plunger Living in a riddle with a big hot stumping Everybody said, man, trust Coach Monken <laughs> Well, I was still trying to get over Coach E Cause last three years was like going 33 But that don't mean I don't support the team Man, I did 11 years to go all in Give a little taste of the toast of B Kill Navy with the M-I-C But lately I've been thinking maybe am I seen enough It was tough trying to write a right face Am I in the right place? Or in spite of what I make, will I never be Great, it's a little too late for the bullshit. Loaded ink pen with a full clip, running every track like I stole it. Click clack on it, foe in the morning. Now I take great measures, no matter the ruler. Wait for the treble to cock back and shoot it. Losing the crew that I used to be cool with. Oh well, Tosa Brooks is Gandalf, like a wizard with a shot boy. That's John Wall, and a minute on a clock or the tack is the call, like a two-three back to Kotlin out of duty. New tracks falling, started from a loose leaf. Scribble what I whittle when I get up on a little bit of signing. We don't chronic, plenty fish in the sea, but I'm hooked on phonics now. TD. E is resting on my mind But if everybody trying to play hardball Call me Batman I'm just waiting on a sign Call me Pac-Man Jones in front of line Trying to stack their moes up on a line Don't wrap my woes out to the five Oh, when they rolling down the block They looking for the dope man Turn a blind eye to the romance Heating up in the back of the Miller Park parking lots Lambouillier is my tune these days I don't ever want to let it go Is it too late? Stepping to you, no love, touche I don't want to be the villain Turning over new leaf Low-key feeling like Loki let me hope smash that ass all up in the next week Thigh high socks cause you got cold feet Ripping at the top cause your thighs too big It's alright, that's what I like Don't be self-conscious with a bad mindset Go find freedom from the people that are creeping in your cerebellum Seeking to repel any thought that you can't be happy in your own skin Open, whatever that means in your own words, zone it Rolling in the phantom, going 80 on a 5 From the 3-2-3 three, three, to the 4-1 Oh my god, if you don't want me back, that's fine then Stop!